welcome back to Blackout, House of Bob's cyberpunk adventure set in the Vantal Megaplex and powered by the Sprawl RPG system. Hi, I'm Christina, and I'm playing Olivia Crow, who's on the run for Mascorp while trying to figure out who's friend and who's foe. This is Schubert. I'll be playing Bunk, the cyberfunky audio junkie, packing beats on the Vantal streets. My name is Alex. I'll be playing Garrett, conspiracy theorist, wildcard, senior citizen. I'm Dan. I'll be playing Tiz, the hard-nosed reporter, tracking down corruption no matter the cost. And I'm Jake, your GM. If you want to support the show, check us out on Patreon, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, or just tell your friends about us. Roll on. We ended last episode with the four of you reunited outside the holding cells on Lanka Station. Tiss and Bunk were heading back towards the public part of the station to meet with Anika, Motherload's chief technology officer and possible source of information that could incriminate the passing angel axiom, at least this is what you're hoping. Garrett and Olivia were going to be following security officer Boots back towards the loading area, hoping to catch up with the axiom infiltrator before they can secure the satellites. Any last things to do discuss before you split up again? Do I have a weapon on me or we're stopping at the armory to, with boots oh, to yeah, get some Oh yeah, we can weapons. discuss the gear because we had seven pieces of gear. I spent one on a suit. I spent <laughs> uh, one on a gun that ended up being Garrett's. <laughs> and then somebody else spent one on something. Oh, I spent one on the, the uh, keycard thing. And trauma germs, yeah. Mm. You guys still have three of the gear that you guys sent up, so you could use that for weaponry. There also was talk of stopping at one of the security offices here to get geared up, but you know that time is of the essence, so that's a choice you'll have to make. Yeah, I think we just split up now, but it's more just who takes the one gear and who takes the two. (laughs) Well, I think we should take the two gear. Yeah, we'll get the one gear. All right, so Tiz and Bunk will take one gear, because we're hopefully, hopefully just going to go talk. So we're taking one, which could be like an EMP gun or something, and you guys are taking two, which could be whatever. Sounds good. I, I'm going to say one of them is my SMG. And my other one's going to be my net gun. I love it. Sick. <laughs> it's going to be funny if you guys don't need guns at all. I mean, it's not really a gun. It's a trapping <laughs> device. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's a twofer. Okay, that's fine. So then let's follow Tissan Monk with your poultry one gear. So yeah. All right, let's do this. Good luck getting a gun out of that. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you guys are back into the public area of the station, making your way across the waiting area into a section of the station that has a a dozen or so conference rooms and meeting areas. And at the end of the hall, leaning up against an advertisement for the Omni Black credit card, is the bodyguard that was accompanying Anika earlier when you met her in the bar bunk. He's got his big muscly arms crossed in front of his chest, and you see an empty holster at his waist. And as you approach, he gives you both kind of a pretty intense stare down before nodding his head towards the door beside him. I don't break eye contact. I hold that gaze. All right, he holds it in in kind. (laughs) And that's where they stay for the rest of the journey. (laughs) I do like the finger pointing thing. He does it back. Okay, I go inside. (laughs) (laughs) I nod. (laughs) Yeah, so the meeting room itself. It's nice, uh, nicely appointed, but it's pretty simple. There's just a large table in the middle of the room with six chairs, a terminal, and a jug of water in the center. There's a large screen on one wall, and the rest of the walls are covered in a sort of repeating wedge texture that looks like uh, soundproofing. Hmm. 
And Anika is sitting in the middle right chair at the desk, idly scrolling through something on a tablet. Slips it into a pocket as you enter. Waits for you to close the door and make yourselves at home before she speaks up. And says, uh, well, uh, tell me about this proposal of yours. Wait, Bunk? Bunk what? What proposal? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that's how you got the meeting <laughs> just yeah. now. Bunk had suggested that he had some kind of business offer proposal opportunity for her that she couldn't miss. Yes. Now I remember. I say over the comps to Tis. I got this just play bad cop when I need you to. <laughs> All right. I'll be ready to smash my hands on the table. All right. Miss Annika Setti. I am Pasqualcho Dunn, and this is my business partner and brother, Omar Dunn. Now, I have uh, I have a pitch for you today that's going to blow your mind, I think. Have you looked around you lately? You might have noticed, but the house of cards that you're in is about to fall on you like a pair of guillotines. We're here to offer you an exclusive partnership that guarantees your safety from both the Passing Angel Axiom and the long arm of the law. In the next 24 hours, news is going to break that the Axiom are behind the blackouts and the mysterious killings happening right now in Vandal. Every member that's not arrested or shot in the ensuing raids by law enforcement is going to be considered by the remaining PAA loyalists as loose ends that need to be tied up immediately. So, unless you're actually the one in charge of this whole mess, which we don't think you are, you're going to wind up dead or in prison no matter how high up the food chain you are. But we can protect you from the Passing Angel Axiom and the law. We know about what happened to your son. And despite what the reports say, we can make sure you aren't treated as a suspect in his tragic death. All we need from you is to give us a recorded confession telling us the Passing Angel Axiom's core structure and what they're planning at Leica Station. And then I send a quick message over the comms to this. <laughs> I just do like the, like, oh my God face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In emojis. Yeah. And then I, I smash my hand on the desk. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not yet. <laughs> I, I do it gently. Yeah, I thought that was the cue. <laughs> no, I didn't give you the emoji yet. Okay. There, there's a table emoji, the flipping one, you know? <laughs> All right. I just look menacingly then. I scheduled a text to, to, to send to uh, Tess. Yeah, I'm like a puppet. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> just tell him that if she gives us the confession, then we'll try to protect her to an extent, but like still yeah. try to make her face the law. But if not, then we're just going to tell her we have no choice to like arrest her for uh, a conspiracy to enact a terrorist plot and the death of her son and basically act like we're the Poe. But yeah. that's my bluff. <laughs> I already have been recording this, by the way, so far. Sweet. Sure. She ponders what you've said for a little bit. And she pulls out the tablet that she had in her pocket that you saw earlier. And she turns it towards you and you see a picture of a, a man on there that you recognize as Pasqualcho Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> the real Pasqualcho Dunn? The real Pasqualcho Dunn. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, there's more it's than fine. one people with the same names. Lots of police go undercover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're good. She says, so who are you? Um, who we are doesn't 
really matter. We're really just cogs in the machine, if you will. But the offer still stands. Yeah, we know who you are. That's the important part. A lot of people know who I am. Don't look up Omar, though. (laughs) 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 Let's get a roll. Probably is just fast talk. And I, I think it's more a matter of taking you seriously or not. Can Tis slam his fist on the table and aid me? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you can try. I rolled a seven, and I got plus one style, so eight. And oh. I aid, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, so a partial success either way. I'm totally okay with a partial success in this situation. <laughs> yeah, we'll take anything. You watch her as she listens to your words and seems to take them in very carefully. And, you know, you, you get the sense, obviously, she's a business person. This is not the first tense negotiation she has been in. And she doesn't give a lot away about what she's thinking or how she's uh, reacting to this. But she says, I don't know what you think you know, but I can guarantee you don't know enough. And even if you do know what you think you know, it's a matter of, do you really think you can convince anybody else? Uh, I don't know. We could ask... uh... Maybe Boots, see how he's doing tracking down your rogue security officer. You know, we got someone who's believing us right now, so. I think we have a lot more than you think we have. (laughs) And I think that a lot of people are going to believe this. And the whole station is going to hear about this soon. And soon after that, the whole world is going to hear about this. But we don't think that you should have to face the consequences for all the shit that's going to go down. And it is going to go down really hard. So we want to help you out here. Help us help you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We just really like you, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't seem super convincing. (laughs) You get the sense you're going to need something else. Like, she doesn't really consider you a threat you know she is a powerful individual and you know that a lot of these people are already kind of above the law so Mm -hmm. if you have something to show Hmm. or something a little more hard than just uh words maybe i could pull up a picture of the like smashed satellites be like well first off these aren't going to make it out into space and maybe if we send it to some of our techs they might be able to Figure out what their intent was. Like, we're not entirely sure, but we know you guys are behind it, so. That sounds good. What you just said. Yeah, I said that. I said that to her. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, well, why don't you roll a style then? Can I uh, back him up on this? If you have something to add to that? Uh, I just want to add that it's not us you need to be worried about. We're obviously not a threat to you. You could deal with us right now and move on with your life. But one of your quote-unquote incompetent employees that you love raving about uh, already ratted on you. But we want you to have a chance to fess up before your name gets thrown into all this. And then I roll the dice. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a a bluff? Or were you referring to something particular? No, that's a bluff. A lot of this is bluff. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Just making sure that I wasn't forgetting about something. (laughs) I do think we can get a lot of this information if we, like, absolutely had to. Like, 
we could get a confession probably out of one of her employees if if we absolutely had to. But for now, it's a bluff. <laughs> I'm willing to throw down with their guard outside. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're always willing to throw down. I know. <laughs> yeah, he's, I, I see Tis like looking around for a fire extinguisher. <laughs> I see a okay. fork on the table. I reach for it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> have bunk rollers assist. I did not assist. Sorry. Bummer. Uh, I got a nine. You get the idea that, you know, you do kind of tip your hand a little bit and show that you do actually have some hard evidence that maybe you do know a little more than you let on, but you do still get the sense that she doesn't fear that there will be consequences to this. She expresses that and she says, this is way bigger than you know. There's no way that you can take any of this down. Even if you manage to stop this operation, that's only the beginning. You haven't even gotten close to the top of the uh, echelon here, so I don't know what you think you're doing. You're going to get crushed like everybody else. <laughs> if that's the case, you'll get crushed along with us, unfortunately. I'm willing to go down in flames here. That can be arranged. We did get a partial success on that first roll, right? So she is going to comply with what we overall want. It just kind of sounds like she isn't, I guess. <laughs> I think you can definitely, yeah, get a little bit of information out of her throughout this conversation. Right. You know, it's not going to be the full breadth of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a full confession of that kind of thing that you wanted. But mm-hmm. if you pick, you know, like one or two things that is the the key information that you want, then you can get that out of this conversation for sure. Okay. I would personally like to know about what the satellites are for. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's for me, that's the mystery. I thought we found that out. Did we find that out? Well, they're to cause blackouts, but yeah, you're, you're pretty sure you don't. Okay. You haven't seen it in action, I guess. But yeah, it'd be nice for like some confirmation, I guess. Then I don't know what else do you want to know, Bunk. The like core structure, I guess. Like who who's at the top? That would be good to know. You kind of prod her a little more and kind of try to lead her in the direction of the conversation that you want, and to you know prod at this pride that she has that she's you know untouchable right in that when she's talking about you know kind of being untouchable she talks about how you mentioned earlier the vantal police and that even they won't be able to touch jala once she launches the network and you've heard that name before jala dr jala factor mm-hmm. the person who you previously had presumed is somehow involved in creating these satellites and the centuries and all the technology that you guys have discovered And she continues that once the network is up, she can target Blackwoods anywhere at any time. And only her tech is the thing that's guaranteed to continue to work. Any of the other corps, any of the governments, they'll bend over backwards to please her so that she won't uh, just shut them down. Did Tiss get that on tape? (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, yes. Yeah, you're recording. Excellent. You can infer from that as well. It sounds like, yeah, that that is what the satellites do. Allow her to generate some kind of directed blackout energy field. Mm-hmm. Some insert techno babble here. Yeah. <laughs> and that they don't fear repercussions in that no one will be able to stand up to them at that point. So the idea is that they'll have tech that's immune to this blackout stuff. Yeah. So they'll have a kind of monopoly on on the tech capable of <laughs> dealing with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. I don't know. I feel like I got a lot of info here. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like we kind of got what we wanted. Because what we really need to do now is get Jala. Like, pretty much everything we said was a bluff in order to get her to work with us. And she doesn't really want our protection (laughs) anyway. So 
we don't even need to give her that. We can just leave with the info we got mm-hmm. and like try to find Jala. I mean, obviously, uh, if we leave now, Enika's going to like send goons after us probably, but yeah, we knew that was going to happen anyway. So Just for like fun, should we like name drop Adira or something? That's that's her daughter, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe you could play hardball with her now because I think now we can just straight up threaten like, okay, we're personally going to leak that you like had your son killed if you don't like comply with us. That's true. She won't be protected from <laughs> like a murder trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that depends if you want to push this further. I'm happy to leave with what we have or to push it further. Mm, I think we have enough that she hasn't like confessed her to anything about her son or whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping we just have enough proof on that alone. Yeah. We can just leak that later. Yeah. She hasn't given us any reason not to. <laughs> I'm content with what we got from Anika, so. Okay. All right, Anika. Here's what I really came here to pitch you on. I bring out a tube from my pocket. It's like a multicolored tube. And just goes, (laughs) 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 It doesn't work in zero gravity. (laughs) You gotta gotta push it more. What is it? (laughs) One of those tubes from the 90s. Those like little like cow noise maker things. He did a wow, pretty good impression. that's actually a really good yeah. impression. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now that I know what it is. That's bang on. <laughs> and then we leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to buy that tube thing from you. I'll give you a million cred for 50%. Uh, <laughs> we just leave and, and I'm like, I can't believe she didn't want that tube. She's not the shark we were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> you turn around and start walking out. You open the door to head out of the meeting room and pull it in. And All right. Can I do like a one-liner before we leave? Um, you can do half of a one-liner. <laughs> <laughs> a half-liner. I say, tell Adira, thanks for... You get hit in the face <laughs> by a big, meaty fist. Whoa. <laughs> Take two harm. Jeez. You spin backwards from the impact of this force and fall back into Bunk, who's behind you, and stumble a couple steps back into the room as you see the uh, guard from outside has blocked your path. Knew I shouldn't have broke eye contact with him. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get the result of your harm roll there. Seven. So I get to choose. You lose your footing, you lose your grip on whatever you're holding, you lose track of someone or something you're attending to, Someone gets the drop on you. That already happened. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah, probably just you lose your footing. You've been put on the back foot by that. You weren't necessarily expecting immediate physical reprisal. And you're kind of, again, you were pushed backwards into bunk. So who kind of catches you, but stumbles backwards as he does. It's not the time for trust falls. (laughs) (laughs) You caught me. (laughs) And you see the guard begin to charge at you. But we will first pop back over to the other two. Oh. Uh-oh. Garrett and Olivia, your plan was to head towards the loading talks. Right. To try to catch up to that infiltrator. Is that still the plan? Or Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we're yeah. heading with, with Boots, right? We're just yep. following him. Sure. Yeah. We're in like a triangular formation. Boots is like, you know, out in front. Because he <laughs> knows his way around. He's trying not to associate with us <laughs> as yeah. we follow quickly behind. You're already pretty deep in the employee area of the uh, 
stations. So you make your way through some of the back hallways here, following behind boots and heading towards the loading bay. You turn one corner near the loading bay and you see a canary worker slumped up against the wall. There's a small dribble of blood coming from the top of her head. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) I'd be like, that wasn't me. (laughs) Oh, by the way, there's a guy in that other one and I left him in there. Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) Just FYI for later. Great, good. You hear Boots kind of mutter under his breath and float over to the worker and kind of, you know, check for a pulse and that kind of thing. After a short moment, he shakes his head and pushes off from the wall. Dang. They're out for blood, man. (laughs) And he says, uh, well, we're, we're on the right track, at least. Come on, let's hurry. And he picks up his pace. But before long, you do reach the door that would lead into the loading dock. You can see through the little porthole that there's a long hallway that ends in a dead end. And there's the three airlocks along the left side that lead to the Sabos. So he's probably in one of them, eh? Uh, presumably. The wall opposite the Sabos have a variety of dollies and equipment and storage units and things like that strapped to the wall. And the closest Sabo is the one that you and the satellites originally arrived in. Right. Can we see in then from our angle? You're still at the door that leads into the hallway. You can see kind of down this porthole, but not into the airlock. Into the sh- okay, that's what I was wondering. This feels like a trap. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. Is there another way in? Uh, from outside, perhaps, <laughs> but not from inside. What about the air ducts? Uh... I do have a plus one duct, I see here. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to, like, go up into the ducts, I could, like, you know, go through the main entrance and draw this guy out. Mm-hmm, you're a great bait. I agree. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you never you never used the your, your plus one vent before, so... No, duct. <laughs> <laughs> plus one duct, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, that could probably be arranged. Cool. Give me a boost. Oh, I guess you don't need to. We're in zero G. I just <laughs> push myself up. I do the motion for giving you a boost anyway, so I feel like I'm helping. Yeah, you just put your hands together, but then I just push myself from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, yeah. There's an opening nearby, presumably? Uh, yeah, you, you head down the hallway, and there's one you know, in most rooms because they need to cycle the air through the entire uh, right. facility. So you float up towards the vent and just take out your handy number three Phillips screwdriver that you keep on you at all times <laughs> and you'll pull open the vent door and, and float in. I think maybe we'll just do like act under pressure. You have to find your way and we'll hopefully find your way quietly. Ten. You climb up through and you make your way through the vents in the general direction of the Sabo, kind of trying to figure out your mm. way there. I follow in my favorite uh, action hero's way, Jin Bay through the duck, <laughs> crawling through. Just like Jin. <laughs> I never met him, but he seems oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> so the vent wouldn't lead all the way into the Sabo, because that's like a separate no. thing, right? But it would lead into the airlock that connects directly to it. And I, I can draw him out. Possibly. Yeah. I think, you know, you did get a 10, so we'll give you, you can get just like a glimpse. You're on an angle that's steep enough to see just maybe the a little bit of activity inside of the Sabo. And you see maybe just the bottom half of a individual in canary uniform currently bent over one of the satellites with a set of like small electronics tools. Right. And he looks totally different from the guard that pushed Boots in, right? You can't tell from this Okay, angle, But he's wearing the same uniform anyway. Oh, I didn't realize like I was wearing a canary uniform before too. Yeah, canary security. So it looks a little different than ah, the other canary ones. Okay, but okay. still, yes. On the same page. All right. I forget. Do we have the ability to text message again? Because I don't have comms, really. Yeah, we synced back up. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I send you a, a quick pick I take from my angle. Okay. Zeus is looking through the door, looking impatient, and says, well, did she get in there? What's going on? You know, I explained that Olivia has a bit of a visual, but we don't quite know enough yet, so... I know at least which Sabo he's in, too. Yeah, we know which one he's in. So I, I tell Boots to hang back, like, 10, 15 footsteps, and I'm gonna, you know, head into the loading bay and try to draw this guy out. And that way, if it is the right guy, hopefully it is, Olivia can, like, I don't know, pop down from one of the ducts and, um, <laughs> and net this guy. Because she's got her net gun. That's the idea. I'm go- I, I yeah. just tried to quietly unscrew the duck so I can like aim my, my yeah. net gun down. And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll draw him out so you can get a good shot. So I like walk through the door into the loading bay or <laughs> receiving bay. Mm-hmm. And I draw this guy out by singing some classical music. Like old guys do, right? Old guys are yeah. you know, always crooning. Like, <laughs> limp as get, yeah. Sweating to the oldies or whatever. Yeah, what, what counts as classical music to mm. hear it? Well, I'll sing the song for you. Um, <laughs> he starts singing, Certified Freak, Seven Days a Week. <laughs> Wet ass <laughs> pussy makes you pull up game witch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm hoping that he'll pull himself out of the sabo and... Um, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, earning that explicit tag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, would, that would draw my attention, so you get a plus one. Yeah. yeah, more like put you to sleep, such old classical boy. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, ugh, pussy, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. You end up just outside of the the airlock that leads into the Sabo. And carrying on from that 10 that Olivia got, will say that she notices something just as Garrett is turning the corner. Olivia, you just see kind of stepping into view. You just see kind of the limbs and the corner of it of one of those little sentry drones. Uh-oh. And it is kind of stepping forward along the ground inside the Sabo. And there's like a million of those guys. <laughs> And as Garrett turns the corner, you also see the the bright red light beginning to emanate from inside the sentry drone. I'm like, stop! (laughs) (laughs) Which gives Garrett a plus one on this dodge roll that he's about to make. Oh, man. So what's a dodge then? Act under pressure, I believe. Okay, so that's an eight. You get this warning from Olivia just as a blast of red energy rockets out from the sentry and you manage to just pull back in time and it just grazes you and you'll take just one harm. Wow, only one harm for Garrett. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty nice. Do I have to roll harm as well? Uh, You will still have to roll harm, yeah. That is a 12. (laughs) So you get to choose one. Either you're out of action, unconscious, trapped, incoherent, or panicked. You take the full harm of the attack before it was reduced by armor. If that was already the case, you just take plus one. Yeah. Lose the use of a piece of cyberware. Lose a body part. Lose a body part. (laughs) (sighs) No, I'm going to take the extra harm. I've got the room for him. Yeah. So I'm really sweating from this, like, tense experience. And I make some sort of quip about sweating to the oldies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you just step back in time and it just grazes the side of your arm and you can feel this really hot energy and the singes the hair on your arm and body and hits the opposite wall and leaves a little scorch mark there. And you hear a voice from inside go, oh, fuck. And the noise inside escalates and you hear someone kind of running around and hitting things with tools and that kind of thing. 
Like he's trying to go faster. Yes. Okay. So he's not coming out. (laughs) Can I try to just like lean in and shoot at him to try to like incapacitate him like before this drone like charges back up and fires again? You can certainly try. Okay. (laughs) I would like to try. It would be me then. That is an eight. So you'll succeed, but you'll have to choose two consequences. You make too much noise. You take harm. An ally takes harm. Something of value breaks. Can Boots take harm? Does he count as an ally? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Yay, a meat soak. <laughs> How did he get hit? <laughs> well, he got startled by the sound of my gun firing off. He thought that it was like uh, someone firing at him. So he ducks to take cover and he like trips a little bit and uh, he sprains his ankle. No, he gets cut in half by a laser. What? <laughs> I think that's wow. more than just taking harm. Yeah, these, <laughs> these NPCs only have one hit point. So. Right. Okay. So that's bye. Immediately killing him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's fine. You saw before he was already kind of impatiently waiting to get in and he sees you start to uh, kind of move in as well. And he follows in behind you, pulling out his own weapon and begins to line up a shot when another blast of red light comes from inside the Sabo from a different angle of the first one. Oh, so there's two of these. Yeah. And he cries out in pain as this beam just burns through his chest and out the other side and onto the wall. Jeez. And he collapses. And I have to pick a second consequence as well, don't mm-hmm. I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him just exploding doesn't count as two. The angle of this other beam is just at the right angle that it also, like, clips my SMG and, like, burns part of the barrel out. And so my gun is fucked. But I did hit the guy. Yes. And I still achieved what I wanted, right? Yeah. I hit the guy yep. and incapacitated him, so... <laughs> yeah, so you do get this burst of fire off before your gun gets hit. And you hear a cry from inside and a bit of a thump. Okay, so I just like, you know, pop my head back into cover and I uh, radio to Olivia over comms or, you know, text her over comms and let her know that now is probably the best chance you're going to get. All right. Also, maybe try to get those drones while you're at it if you're not big <laughs> enough because it's not a good situation. Oh, right. well, why don't you hold that thought and we'll go back to... Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> do a bunk and test. Tiss, you just got punched. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and the bodyguard is winding up for another hit. I'm thinking we uh, spend this gear card immediately. Maybe just one of your guns or something. Yeah, I just had a taser before. Oh, but you already have your taser. You don't even need to spend a gear card on that, right? You have Yosef's taser. All right. I will pull out my taser and... I guess you can't really do a dive roll because we're in zero G, but I push off and like aim for the roof and then try to tase him from up top. Okay, sure. You can roll meat. You're getting a a minus one because the last roll was that uh, you were on the back foot. Right. Okay. Noise. I don't have any pluses, so straight eight. Okay. He charges in towards you and you push off of the ground and up towards the uh, ceiling away from him. And as you do, you pull up the taser and get a couple blasts out. And you see that blue energy dissipate throughout his body. And you hit a mid-charge and his momentum pulls him forward to the uh, table that he kind of crashes into. He seems to be still going, but kind of crashes into the table and has to take a second to pick himself back up. All right. I just had an idea for our gear. Am I going to like it? <laughs> uh, yeah. What if it's like a pocket rocket? Like literally, not not a motorcycle, but literally like a portable rocket 
that I can just like fire off inside here and we can just like scoot around the station really fast and get the hell out of here. Oh, I thought you meant to like blow this place up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like a firecracker. <laughs> like an explosive was not a good idea in here. No, no, no. It's just like a high pressure, like cold gas, like thruster, basically. All right. What they put on the side of spaceships? Like a tiny fire extinguisher. <laughs> uh, like a big fire. Well, yeah, like a tiny, powerful fire extinguisher that extinguishes the air. <laughs> Like something you would use to like for diving, like that would just like pull you along underwater, but for space instead. Exactly. I like it. I can just whip that out, grab a hold of you, and we can just get the hell out of here. You do have a moment right now when the guard is picking himself back up. So if that's what you want to do, you can do it. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Grab me by my leg. Let's go. <laughs> Drag me behind you. What kind of roll is this? A meat or something? I don't oh, know. You're good. You had a you had time. Oh, I, I don't even need to roll. You have the thing. You spend your gear to do it. Yep. And you had time right now when he was picking himself up. So sweet. We zip away. As I was saying, Adira said Yeah, you zip away from the meeting group and you see Anika kind of watch you as you do. <laughs> You zoom back into the lobby, basically the waiting room, and uh, a lot of eyes turn towards you as you (laughs) rocket out of the hallway. I do love to make a grand entrance. (laughs) (laughs) Many of those eyes are security who recognize that you're not probably not supposed to be doing that. (laughs) Or or have that. Oh, (laughs) no. We're shooting a music video. (laughs) (laughs) What's the plan from there? Uh, I say just keep going. Yeah. Keep going toward the loading docks. We'll try to catch up with the other two. Yeah, hopefully nobody will be able to catch up with us. Okay, well, for that, then I will get, could be act under pressure or meet if you're going to try to fight your way through. I don't want to fight. I just want to go really, really fast. (laughs) Yeah. I think we'll just stick with the act under pressure then. To avoid these guards as they try to uh, cut you off. Here, Tis, throw these. And I hand them all my BP bots, like a huge bag of them. <laughs> I could just throw a flashbang. Oh, yeah. Do you have a flashbang? Yeah. Why? Uh, I had them from a few missions ago. Yeah, but they took all of our Could stuff. Could you take weapons up on those? Okay, yeah. then I don't have a flashbang. You'd have to spend a gear card from the bag. All right. If we have your BB bots, then I'll herald those then. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for believing in them. We've only had them since mission one. (laughs) It's been a long time coming. (laughs) Hopefully these distract somebody. You did use them a few times. Yeah, we've used them a couple times. I throw all of them so we can be finalized. (laughs) (laughs) We're just lost in a cloud of them. Oh, no. Can I aid with my BB bots? It's not going to help. Okay. Uh, So yes and no. (laughs) So what'd you get then? I got a five, and I have a five. zero cool. Ruh-roh. So you start blasting toward the hallways that would lead towards the loading bay where you guys came from. A couple of the guards move to see this happening and start running towards the hallway to try to kind of cut you off. And you see one of them has one of those little uh, magnetic net launchers that you saw the guards use earlier. Oh. As he raises it towards you and moves his finger to pull the trigger, the lights turn out. There's a line of vending machines that power off and the lights in the room flicker off. The hum of oxygen recyclers and loading arms and things like that turn off. And the guard finishes pulling the trigger and nothing happens. At the same time, 
Garrett and Olivia. Garrett, you have just unloaded your SMG into the guy inside and you hear him cry out and kind of thump a little bit. And on that thump, you see him pressing a button on the control panel inside the satellite. And likewise, you guys both see the lights begin to flicker off in your area. Okay. That probably means my gun won't work. Hmm. (laughs) You know what gun would have worked? That old (laughs) antique of uh, Garrett's. Revolver, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why that guy wanted it. (laughs) Olivia and Garrett, you see, well, actually all of you see that the lights, they're flickering on and off, but it's not as consistent as other times you've seen the blackout. It turns on and off uh, quite rapidly and kind of flickers and it doesn't seem to be maybe not as effective as it has been in the past. Right. I mean, we did bust it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you make the conclusion that the satellite was pretty busted up, so he was maybe able to make some quick repairs, but not enough to get it fully operational. Right. However, you do see also the little sentries on the inside of the Sabo still walking about. Ugh. And, the, and they're not effective. No, and you see the uh, red glow on the little laser emitter. I hate these guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to take a quick five seconds to try to see if I can, if there's like a pattern into the flickering at the very minimum. It's not super consistent. No, it would be just a matter of your reflexes and timing to get that down. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think, unfortunately, I'm going to have to leave that guy and I'm going to drop down and try to net at least one of those <laughs> sentries because they are one of those things where my my nets are electric so maybe that'll help me <laughs> or at the very minimum knock it down for a second yeah it's better than nothing mm-hmm. yeah it'll be a matter of timing to use the weapon when the blackout is not at its full strength okay so you'll be getting a minus one on whatever it is that you try to do here yes which if it sounds like if you're just rolling down and shooting, then it would be meat. Can I assist by, like, throwing my broken-ass gun, like, into there to maybe try to... Turn them around? Turn them around or something? Draw their attention, perhaps. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll for assist then. That is nine. Perfect. Assist success. Okay. Oh, I didn't need it. Perfect ten, baby. Wow. Garrett throws his SMG into the room. Mm-hmm. You see the little red eyes track it as it flies past them. And Olivia, you push off from the vent, ready of your uh, electric net launcher, electromagnetic net launcher, I believe we called it, and fire. And you manage to get the timing right. Little uh, projectile launches towards one of the sentries, and at the last second, it bursts open, and this net covers it, and you know the little weights on tie around on the other side. For sure. And then there's a a shock of blue electricity that runs through the wires of the net. And you see the drone kind of smoke and shake and spark and the little legs flatten out. (laughs) You know, there's only a little bit of force from that weapon, but it starts to float backwards a little bit from the impact. Cool. (laughs) From the outside, I look so cool and collect because I got a 10 and I'm like stone face, but inside I'm screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, which seems reasonable. (laughs) As the lights flicker from the second century, you see a blue light emanating. A blue light. That's That's new. new. Yeah, it's kind of a blue light that seems to kind of try to pull itself together and kind of coalesce into a vaguely humanoid shape. What? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's, a, it's a blue angel, oh, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but, but it's not solid and it's not, it can't keep its form with the blackouts flickering on and off. It can't assemble itself the way that other people have seen it. Can Garrett see this as well? Yeah. This is uh, the first time I've, that I've really seen this. And, and you, you can see that this blue form in a kind of vaguely humanoid shape is carrying, looks like just like a red shaft that's coming off of it. But you see it flicker into the shape of a sword for a second and then flicker back to oh. this meaningless shape. And the sword uh, swings through the air in your general direction as another beam of red energy blasts towards you. And you say your says in who in this case? Well, Olivia's closest, so her. Oh, okay. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett's going to like run in here and try to like knock over this sentry angel thing as it's like getting ready to fire at Olivia. He's going to try to tackle it. Mix it up. Eight. Oof. Ooh, eight. Choose two. There's nothing left to advance on the mission clock, is there? Not if we want to keep going. <laughs> not if we want to not lose. Like, you guys have already succeeded on part of your mission, right? Mm-hmm. It would mean our epilogue would be a lot different, <laughs> but I don't think it would mean, you know, just complete right. utter failure in this moment. Christina, how much harm does Olivia have right now? I'm at 18 currently. At 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, I can take harm. It seems like something that would make sense in this case anyway. Yeah. Let's do an ally takes harm and... I mean, it was gearing up to shoot me after all. <laughs> yeah, something of value breaks. What, like, what even could break at this point? My gun's done. The, the airlock. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll also take harm. That, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> if, it, if the laser just depressurizes the spot you're in, would be cool. It would be, but let's save that for later. <laughs> Let's save that. We both take harm. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is not a glancing blow like the other one. Fuck. <laughs> Olivia was still standing in the front there, so I think she takes the first hit, mm -hmm. which is a, a three harm armor piercing. Oh, no. So I'm almost dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you will have to roll harm. Yeah. So sorry. As that is happening, Garrett runs past Olivia and tackles the drone, but as he gets close, the beam sweeps towards him and grabs him too for three harm and armor piercing. I got a 10. Oh yeah, baby. I'm, it's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> I'm down, by the way. I'm at full harm. That's a full harm clock. Before I even roll harm. So let's start with <laughs> Olivia. Uh, you've got a, got a 10 plus on their harm roll. Mm -hmm. Out of action, unconscious, trapped, incoherent, or panic. You choose. Take the full harm <laughs> attack or plus one, which would kill you. Mm -hmm. Lose the use of a piece of cyberware. Or lose a body part. Wouldn't necessarily kill you. You'd just have to roll. You could get lucky. <laughs> That's true. It would it would put you at midnight, which is never good. Mm -hmm. You don't need legs in space. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Olivia wants to be back on Earth so bad. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for a body part. Woo! <laughs> Body part. Do you want to shoot her to roll it or do you want to choose? I mean, I just don't want it to be head, which I know is. We'll reroll. <laughs> Never rolled that yet. You, you will survive whatever this is. Yeah, so. it could be just be part of your head. It just shoots your uh, implant out. Well, then I lose the cyberware. That's not fair. That's two things. All right. I'm going to roll and see what happens. Let fate decide. Oh, it's exactly what I rolled last time. Left foot. Oh. 
I want to be like Bunk so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it just like explodes, basically, or severs off, because I guess it's shooting a laser. Yeah, it would more likely sever. Okay, Ugh. well, Ugh. I have to assume that it's at least cauterized. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say perfectly, but yeah, the beam sweeps across the airlock hallway, and you feel that intense burn mm-hmm. as it severs clean through your foot just above the ankle. That internal screaming becomes external <laughs> screaming now. <laughs> That's fair. Doesn't that mean that the at least thing got tackled out of the way? Yes. We'll see how that affects Garrett, though. Yeah, because I'm at midnight. All right. So why don't you roll to acquire agricultural property? How many times have you rolled this? Uh, this is third? Four, maybe five? A six plus three is nine plus oh what's my meat? One, ten. Is this a bad roll or is this a good roll? You want high on this one. Okay, so I survive until the medics arrive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Unkillable. Can't fucking kill this guy. <laughs> How do I keep surviving this? Eric the immortal, I told you guys. Man. It's <laughs> <sighs> so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I uh it's not for lack of trying. <laughs> it would have been a cool outcome if Garrett had had kicked it here. Yeah. I can't imagine you're in a good situation, though. No. You do connect with the sentry. It flips over when you do, and flipping in the air as it moves backwards towards the back of the Sabo. You did get hit by the uh, laser on your way over, and it doesn't hit anything vital, but it just burns a big chunk out of the kind of shoulder, let's say. Yeah, and I'm like yeah. pinned in the like side of this container with this like massive metal and bullshit. That amount of damage is too much for you to stay conscious through. Yeah. And you drift off into peaceful dreams of uh, Omnicoin. Or not Omnicoin, <laughs> of non-fungible tokens. Cash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> non-fungible. <laughs> oh my lord. Chuck E. Cheese coins. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bonk and uh, Tiss... Did your plans change when the blackout started, or are you still heading towards the loading bay? I think we would still be doing that, because now it seems like a perfect opportunity to be Mm -hmm. flying that way. You arrive. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) You you rocket into the hallway. You see half of Boots float by. (laughs) Oh, jeez. You hear Olivia screaming from around the corner. And again, the, the lights are flickering, and now you see like the mix of blue and red light from inside. All right, so we see Garrett. He got kind of smushed. Is that right? Yeah, he is kind of trapped underneath the other sentry drone and out of action either way. I think our goal right now is to extract these two. Is that right? Mm, If you can take that guy out. That might be your goal. That's not my goal. Garrett would want you to finish the mission. Yeah. The sentry is... Like, it was tackled to the back wall. Mm -hmm. So it's not an immediate threat, but it's not destroyed or anything. All right. And you guys have more information from Anika. If you can secure these satellites and the drones, that's more evidence as well. Then it would just be a matter of getting out of here. And this guy, if we can get... And this guy. The guy is still alive. Okay. Bunk, do you want to maybe tend to Olivia? I would like to continue this rocket straight into the sentry, if you don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good to me. It worked worked so well the last time. Are they being chased (laughs) now, by the way? We were, but they can't. didn't really Didn't see them. where we went. No, I okay. think the guards probably have more other things to deal with right now with the power in the station turning in. Right, okay. They just got distracted now. All right, so you're rocketing towards the sentry to deal with that, and I'm yeah. floating slowly over to Olivia to 
tend to her wounds. Is that right? Okay, sure. Okay. Or Garrett, the one who's actually almost dead, but... <laughs> I don't know if he can do anything, actually. I'm I'm out till the end of the mission. He's a little squished right now. He's a little stuck. Okay. Yeah. This needs actual medical attention, right? So uh, call it a meet. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Flying like a torpedo. You do have plus one because the drone is... Uh, Knocked over. Re- recuperating. <laughs> 11. Nice. Oh my God. Nice. <laughs> Finally, it works. <laughs> yeah, this time I'm the blunt object. <laughs> <laughs> you rocket down the airlock hallway, collide into the side of the uh, drone just as this blue light is flickering on and off, and you basically like crunch it up against the wall, and you see the light dim and dissipate. Cool. Nice. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, now what? <laughs> that didn't seem so hard. I don't know why you guys are struggling. What? I took one out, too, you know. <laughs> and they, like, pushed it up against the wall right before you got there. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I think at this point you guys just need to get out of here alive, and then we'll do, like, an epilogue that actually resolves some of the, you know, the get paid and that kind of thing. Do we need to get anything out besides ourselves? Ideally bringing those two satellites. Okay. The easiest way is that these sabos are capable of re-entry. Mm-hmm. They basically just dump them in the Pacific Ocean, and there's a little station there that picks them up and ships them back. Mm-hmm. Press the return to sender button. Basically. One of you would probably have to do a little, uh, you know, figuring out on one of the computer systems to program it properly. But mm-hmm. Is this the same shuttle we came up in, essentially? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we're just being dumped back. I see. Yeah. Alternatively, like there are you know actual proper shuttles here, but that would be more involved. Mm-hmm. If you take one of the return sabos, yeah, they get dumped in the ocean there's a station there that picks them up and sends them back to the harbor and then to the breach so they can be launched again tis still has a contact so he could spend a contact like at that place so that we have somebody on that side okay so when you get fished out of the ocean you don't get immediately put in jail or yeah exactly let's split this up a bit garrett why don't you he's dead lay there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or not Garrett. Yeah, Garrett. <laughs> Garrett, I'm going to need you to. <laughs> I'm going to need you to wake up. No. All right. Uh, Bunk, if you want to get Garrett and Olivia, mm-hmm. I'm going to go get the satellites and these drones, I guess. Mm-hmm. But there's still that guy you got to deal with, though. Where'd that guy go? Is he still here? There was the, the guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in here. He's not a threat. He got hit pretty bad. He's still oh. alive, but it's not going to be able to put up a well, fight. We can take him with us. Okay. I will taser him and then put him in <laughs> the Savoy as well. <laughs> sure. You head up towards the uh, guard and he's nursing the bullet wounds in his side. And you see actually as you get close that most of his face is covered in burns and or like old burn marks and that kind of thing. Then this won't be out of place. And then I pull out my taser. <laughs> oh, oh, my no. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you take them out of the picture for now. Yeah. You guys drag the satellites on the wall. There are various, you know, dollies and things like that that are designed to move these crates and that kind of thing. And in zero gravity, it's not particularly tough. And you move it into the less damaged and less hot Sabo beside you. Olivia and Bunk, you guys man the computer terminal just outside to uh, program a return route you have to kind of force an off schedule launch and that kind of thing mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like it'd be that crazy considering all the weird shit's happening on the ship yeah also you check out the satellite and deactivate the blackout generators yeah, so you makes can actually it easier. do all this work yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no we do it in between every time it flashes <laughs> and you guys all bundle inside of the little sabo here 
All right. But Bunk, I'm going to need you to make a hack roll. No. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Bunk throws away his deck. <laughs> Never going to hack oh, wow. again. <laughs> you close the Sabo door and you hear, you know, the, the terminal is listing off a quick little countdown. And after a while, you hear the little magnetic clamps turn off and release the Sabo. And you just feel a kind of gentle movement as you drift away from the station. Eventually that accelerates as you get grabbed by Earth's gravity and pulled faster. And you do kind of feel the sabo getting hot around you, but it's not as intense as the launch. Eventually there's a, a reverse thruster that slows down your descent. And there is a sploosh <laughs> <laughs> as the sabo crashes into the Pacific Ocean. See you in two weeks for the upload. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of The House of Bob. If you've enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you gave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about it. If you'd like to chat with any of us, you can hit us up on social media at The House of Bob or check out our Discord channel. If you'd like to support the show financially, check out our Patreon. It's at least 35 hours of bonus content, including a monthly bonus recording like director's commentary, one-shots, RPG scenes, and a monthly blog post. I'd like to thank our existing Patreon sponsors. That's Luck at 12, Brandon Knox, Christine Braille, Elias Anderson, Jessica, Jessica Colvin, Josh Jordan, Keith Haddad, Kieran Duffy, Luke Conroy, Mark Boykin, Mary Margaret, Padraig Hegarty, Pavel Lishin, Ray Kearney, Scooter Emerson, Mike, Ron Sonius, Team Eamon, Tom Inns, Tom Wesley, Tyler Kay, and Volt. If you've had a name change or have just been pronouncing it wrong, please send us a message or email so we can correct it for next time. Our work for this episode was by Jake at Javits. Audio production was by Alex, the best in audio. And the music was by John Julius, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. Roll on. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Nice. Nice.